Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Min Dong. I'm Maggie Glio. 28 days until March Madness begins. Yeah, and it's officially one month away until I believe March Madness or Selection Sunday. One of the two kick off. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, couldn't be more excited. Yeah, to clarify, the first four begins in 28 days. Selection Sunday, a little bit less than that now. Um, I believe it's under three weeks now. Uh, excuse me, under four weeks now. But obviously very excited for the March Madness season. Uh, like we've been talking about, a lot of great games have been happening and uh, just very excited to get to it once again. Obviously, conference tournaments do start relatively soon, as we said last episode, uh, which is Friday. But uh, we'll definitely keep you posted with those still. But, yeah, just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, coming off a very fantastic weekend and also Super Bowl weekend. So it's just really good uh, weekend for sports. Yeah, amazing weekend for sports. And uh, you want to kick things off with a top 25 recap? Let's kick it off. Oh, giving it to me. for the Actually, no, I usually do it. What am I saying? Yeah. Uh, but let's just get things started with Friday. Because um, uh, there was one pretty good Big East game on Friday happening, and it was number 24, UConn taking on number 25, Xavier. Like I said, both these teams on the cusp of the, of the Big East. I mean, the Big East is obviously fantastic this year, but Xavier uh, guts out a very good win. Jack Nunji, my boy, transferring over from Iowa, obviously. Very good game in that one. Xavier bounces back finally. And UConn snaps its two-game win streak. Going to Saturday now, the big game, uh, big day for the games. Number one, Auburn had a very good win over Texas A&M. Walker Kessler, man, has looked fantastic. Uh, he's been one of the, obviously, the key focal point, it seems. Uh, underrated, I think, obviously, for Auburn, the number one. And, uh, obviously, Auburn's rank subject to change, maybe, come today's episode. But we'll see what happens with that. Number two, Gonzaga, taking on number 22, St. Mary's. Gonzaga uh, blows them out pretty much. It was a very good first half for this Gonzaga team. Drew Timmy was fantastic in this one. St. Mary's, they killed their own, obviously. Uh, does come to St. Mary's later down the road for these two teams. So we'll see what happens in that game in the second of the two. Uh, going now to the Pac-12, number four, Arizona. Big win over Washington. Still very impressed with Washington, though. They've had a fantastic season thus far. Definitely overachieving by Arizona. Definitely the much better team in this one, scoring 92 points. Number five, Kentucky hosted in the Florida in SEC play. Kentucky blows them out by 20 uh, one points, Oscar Shibway, 27-19. and 19. He has been an absolute beast, obviously, for this Wildcats team this season. Next up, number six, Houston. They drop a game. It's the back-to-back drops for Houston. This time, Memphis. The Tigers, Memphis Tigers are rolling, man. And they win this game by 10 going into Houston, man. Landers Nolly, uh, good performance in this one. Memphis, 8-4 and four in American play and slowly climbing up the ranks. Uh, definitely under the radar right now. And uh, it seems that they have found their rhythm. And I've uh, been very under the radar, like I said, so shout out to Memphis. Finally finding their way. Next up, number seven, Duke, taking on BC. We knew this one would be uh, a win for Duke, but it was actually pretty close for BC, 11-point win for the Duke Blue Devils. They are now 11-3 in ACC play. Next up, number eight, Kansas, two-point win at Allen Fieldhouse against Oklahoma. It was a very close game for the most part. Oklahoma was up at halftime, actually, but Kansas storms back, led by Jalen Wilson and company. Number nine, Texas Tech bounces back over TCU. Uh, TCU kept this game pretty close, like I said. But obviously A&M, or excuse me, Texas Tech was big down the stretch of things. Obviously the home team usually wins uh, in these tight races, and that's what happened here in the Big 12 play. Moving forward with Big 12 play, number 10, Baylor takes down number 20, Texas. Uh, yeah, Baylor routed them uh, from start to finish. I uh, can't too much, not too much to say about that one, honestly. And uh, number, next up, number 11, Providence taking on DePaul. You went to this game. It was a very good game to watch, so shout out to you. But uh, this DePaul team, once again, was without um, – Javon Femur Liberty, excuse me. But, uh, yeah, DePaul lost this game in OT by three points to the number 11 team in the nation. Very happy for DePaul, but uh, Providence obviously 
gutsy win there now, 21-2 and two on the season. Next up, the Battle of California, Los Angeles to be exact. Number 21, UCLA, taking on USC. Uh, USC wins this game by three uh, at home. Very good game for Drew Peterson. Uh, yeah, this is a fantastic game to watch for the Pac-12. And uh, obviously, we knew USC was kind of fraudulent, uh, it seemed. But a uh, very good impactful win for them, moving up the ranks, obviously, now in second place in the Pac-12. Next up, number 14, Wisconsin, stunned at home by Rutgers. Rutgers, man, they have been on a hot tear as of recently. Wisconsin, not the best of losses to Rutgers, but Rutgers, man, definitely making a huge push in the Big Ten. They are now, I believe, in third place or fourth place in the Big Ten now, definitely surging up the ranks. Shout out to Rutgers. Next up, number 15, Villanova, a good home win against Seton Hall, a very close one for the most part, but obviously Villanova, the home team, gets the edge. Next up, number 16, Ohio State takes down Michigan. Michigan, man, like I said, it'd be a very close game for them, but Ohio State was just a little bit better. E.J. Liddell has been looking fantastic these past couple weeks. Next up, number 18 – oh, excuse me, number 17, Michigan State. They are taking on um, – I just lost my page. Indiana. And uh, Michigan State wins this one pretty big. Uh, not too much to say about that one. Next up, though, upset, number 18, Butler, uh, Marquette loses to Butler at, on the road. Butler, great win for them. Marquette, a little bit of a skid, it seems. This team's very hot and cold, as it was last year. And that's a tough loss for Marquette, number 18. Finally, uh, excuse, two more games, sorry. Number 19, Tennessee, take down Vanderbilt at home. Number 23, Murray State, take down Moorhead State on the road. Murray State, huge win for them. I think uh, uh, OVC, excuse me, is nearing the end of the run, obviously, till we get to conference tournament play. Moving to Sunday now, we got a pretty good one for the Big Ten, a couple good ones, actually. Number three, Purdue takes down Maryland. This is a very close game, one-point game for Purdue. Uh, it's Maryland. Maryland, man, they definitely came out to play. But obviously, this is a pretty scary one for Purdue, number three. Uh, but obviously, the one-point win. The win's all that matters in this case, but obviously, it's a pretty scary one if you are a Boilermakers fan. Next up, number 13, Illinois takes down Northwestern. It was a pretty close game, but obviously, Kofi Coburn doing Kofi Coburn-like things. Finally, number 24, UConn bounces back as they take down St. John's in a pretty close game. What are your thoughts? Obviously, this time, I'm honestly out of breath right now, so I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, the Friday game, the UConn-Xavier game was – was one a, a terrific matchup. Obviously, uh, Xavier got the best out of UConn at home. Uh, Saturday, obviously a lot of games. Uh, you just mentioned St. Mary's Gonzaga. Obviously, Gonzaga was going to win. I, I thought I was going to put an upset, but St. Mary's did a terrific job uh, compared to other teams that Gonzaga's faced. Obviously, uh, I think I saw Gonzaga only had about 67 possessions that game. That's 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 the way St. Mary's likes to play. Gonzaga normally gets 80 to 85 uh, a game. So, probably St. Mary's. Maybe that's how you stop this Gonzaga team. Uh, Houston, man, two losses in a row. That's never unheard of for a program that that high caliber and that powerful in their conference. Memphis, they finally figured it out. Penny's figured it out. Uh, still, still some 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 things to do before they are a tournament team, but. This was a step in the right direction. Oklahoma, Kansas got – Kansas had the whole way, got got close at the end, but obviously pulled it off. Providence, I forgot to take a picture of this game, man. I was just oh, – I know, man. I was I was admiring the atmosphere. I was The Dunkin' Donuts Center has 11,500 seats, and not one was empty. I've never seen the Dunkin' Donuts – like, I'm sure, like, on TV, I've never seen the Dunkin' Donuts Center like that, but – Man, the atmosphere was was incredible. It's it's something I've never seen in Providence before, and that just shows Ed Cooley he's he's built something special here, and Providence is here to stay. Still regret not taking a picture, but it is what it is now. USC good win. 
I told, I think they're still a fraudulent team despite this win. Uh, but yeah, Drew Peterson, 27 points, had a terrific game. Rutgers, man, they're back. They're back on the bubble watch after three ranked wins in a row. Uh, they they now travel home for a two-game homestand. Should win those games and should be in the tournament conversation. And uh, Seton Hall, tough loss to Villanova. I think Seton Hall still a, a very good team and a dangerous floater in the tournament. Marquette, unacceptable loss to Butler. Butler, I know, very down year, but uh, should not lose to Butler in this case. And Murray State, Morehead State, what a game. I think this was one of the better games this weekend. Uh, I thought Morehead State had it. Murray State had a very good push. Uh, KJ Williams, obviously, excels once again. And uh, on to Sunday, obviously, the Super Bowl was a terrific matchup. I don't know why. Zach Taylor had Samaje P. Ryan in the game in the fourth quarter, very last two plays. Uh, but it is what it is. This is a college basketball podcast. Uh, the Maryland, after allowing 110 points to Iowa, only loses by one. And, yeah, that's just college basketball for you folks out there. Illinois with a very good win over Northwestern. And uh, St. John's, I think their tournament hopes are, are gone. Yeah, I definitely agree. The Big East, uh, the Big East has been looking fantastic, as we've seen. St. John's just kind of on the short end of that stick. They're still a very talented team. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries, it seems, though. Obviously, Posh and William Champagne can only do so much for this team. They really need them to be fully healthy in order to have a chance. And it's kind of out of the realm of possibility now, it seems. But, hey, obviously, there's still time for conference tournaments, as we've seen with Georgetown this last season. But, yeah, obviously, fantastic games this weekend. We had so much to say about it. And with all those games this weekend, New changes in the AP poll are being made as we speak. And obviously it came out earlier today. Very happy with the list from the looks of it so far. And uh, there's just one team I see in there. Very happy that they're in there. So uh, I'll just hand things off to you. And hopefully you cut your breath. And let's just get started with a very good week 15 in the AP poll. Yeah, lots of movement in the AP poll. Obviously, the most notable ones are the number one team and the number two team of last week. Flip-flop, uh, that is right, Gonzaga with 57 of the 61 votes to be the number one team, is now the number one team. The other four votes belong to Auburn, who is now at number two. <clears throat> Moving up in the top three, making their debut in the top three, I believe, is Arizona. Four is Kentucky, and rounding out the top five is Purdue. Kansas not too far behind at six. Baylor at seven. And Providence moves in for the top ten, into the top ten for the first time this year, debuting at number eight. Uh, Duke nine and round at the top 10 Villanova. Uh, what a, what a game that will be tomorrow as two top 10 teams in the Big East face each other. 11 Texas tech, 12 Illinois, 13 UCLA, 14 Houston and 15 Wisconsin, 16 Tennessee, 17 USC, 18 Ohio state, 19 Michigan state round at the top 20 is Texas and lots of movement in this Final five teams at number 21 will be Murray State. And number 22, welcome to the AP Top 25. Wyoming, welcome back to the AP Top 25. Arkansas, uh, UConn remains at 24. And welcome back to the Top 25, Alabama. The drops are Marquette and St. Mary's, I believe. And Xavier. And Xavier, yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, obviously a very good list. Like you said, lots of movement as seen, obviously, by the changes. Um, there is only, to keep it into retrospect, there are only two teams that did not move a single place in the AP poll. Uh, that's including, obviously, teams that dropped and moved into the AP poll as well. So that just shows, man, no one's safe in the AP poll, as we've seen plenty of times before this season. But uh, obviously, talking about risers and fallers, 
highest risers were Villanova moving up five, uh, USC moving up four, and then Tennessee moving up three, and also, sorry, Wyoming obviously moving in four spots into the AP pool. But uh, drops, obviously Houston took a big drop, the biggest of them all, down eight spots. And speaking of Houston, um, before uh, last week, I, I really thought Houston was going to be um, maybe my national champion pick. I thought Houston was legit. I know the America's not the greatest of conferences, but I thought Houston was going to be a very good team this year to look out for. Still are by, by no means, but uh, I don't know about that anymore, losing two games in a row. We'll see how they finish the end of the season out. But, yeah, obviously Gonzaga, number one once again. Auburn obviously had their uh, claim to fame for three weeks in a row, but obviously got to work back towards it now. But, uh, yeah, just a very good list overall. Very happy with it. And uh, uh, a lot of these teams were definitely defining themselves as a top-10 team. Uh, in this season. So I'm very excited for that. And uh, obviously, shout out Providence. First time, it seems, for a long time in the top 10 in the AP pool. Yeah, and I'd like to mention the, the other top five teams receiving votes. Marquette at 26, Xavier at 27, Colorado State 28, St. Mary's 29, and uh, LSU 30. But yeah, not really too much problems for me in the AP top 25. Everything looks uh, looks good. So good job, voters. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. And uh, let's just get things now off to top performers. And I got two guys in mind. Uh, first guy, I talked about him a little bit earlier. Got to give Walker Kessler some sh- a shout-out. He's been balling for this Auburn team, averaging right now 11.5 points a game, 8.5 rebounds, and currently leading the nation in blocks with 4.5 blocks per game. Also got a steal per game in there. Obviously, in Auburn's 25 games played thus far. And the second guy, talked about him last time. Uh, I don't think we mentioned him as a player of the week, but uh, Hunter – Maldondo, I said his name right, I believe. Uh, I definitely butchered that last time, I remember. He is currently averaging 19.5 points a game, 5.5 rebounds, 6.5 assists, and uh, he's actually shooting 52% from the field right now for this Wyoming team. And uh, he also has a steal in there as well through uh, Wyoming, excuse me, 23 games thus far. What are your thoughts on these two guys getting the nod for this week? Yeah, Walker Kessler, video game-like numbers. He's definitely, I think, a set-in-stone pick for National Defensive Player of the Year. He is he is blocking at an insane rate right now. And uh, Hunter, I think it's pronounced Molinado. Uh, yeah, he's a hooper. Wyoming, man, they're, they're good. And I called this, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> yes, very proud, very proud. We'll definitely go over that more in detail once the season's concluded on what we called right and incorrect. Uh, I was looking at, like I said last week, uh, still a lot of stuff being set in stone uh, these next couple of weeks. So we'll see how that pans out. But obviously, time for team of the week. It has to be that Rutgers team, man. No other, no other team gets that consideration but the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. They have been absolutely fantastic this past week. And uh, they're finally getting some votes. They have 10 votes in the uh, AP poll. So who knows? Maybe this Rutgers team goes from a team who we thought uh, was going to have another down year to maybe getting ranked by the end of this year. Still a long ways to go, obviously, but it's still a lot of ranked games for this Rutgers team as they have a couple of fantastic games coming up this week especially as well so very excited for that but obviously as you know uh, no one's safe obviously in the AP poll so we'll see what happens but uh, Rutgers man definitely team of the week for sure any thoughts about them yeah Rutgers man I love Rutgers uh it's too bad they had a horrible non-con if they if they won those games against UMass and Lafayette I think they firmly made the tournament bowl but that's two quad four losses that is very unacceptable for a team that good in the Big Ten Indeed, indeed. I definitely agree. And uh, now time for best game. Obviously, a lot of good games happening this week. Uh, my best game actually goes with the quote of the week, so I'll save mine for the end. But I'll get, let you get to your game of the week if you do have one. I feel like we have the same best game. Was it, was it yesterday? Yes, it was. Okay, then we probably do. So you'll say it, and I'll, I'll mention the quote. So how about we can do that? 
Yeah, Colorado State, Boise State. What a game that was. Uh, you know, 4 o'clock tip-off. It was going to end very close uh, to the Super Bowl kickoff. And, yeah, it went into overtime. So, uh, yeah, we didn't have to watch the Super Bowl pregame. We could have just right. Easy transition from college basketball to the Super Bowl. But, yeah, David Roddy with a big block uh, to seal the win. And I see you flexing. Yeah, I was very happy with this result for Colorado State. And uh, this goes with the quote of the week from Rothstein. Grab your nit uh, nitroglycerin glycerin pills. Uh, again, uh, obviously, fantastic game. And when you grab the pills, obviously, you know, it is going to be a fantastic uh, star-studded end to a college basketball game. Uh, we'll see that a lot more in March Madness usually because uh, there were just so many fantastic games last year in March Madness. But even this year, man, there's been so many great uh, finishes to a lot of these games, conference, non-conference, you name it. But, uh, yeah, that was a fantastic game yesterday. Led it into the Super Bowl, which is a really good transition. Shout-out to, obviously, Colorado State for getting the win. And Roddy, man, fantastic block to end this game. Huge win for Colorado State, definitely boosting them uh, up the ranks, like I said, in the Mountain West. But, uh, yeah, obviously fantastic stuff happening thus far. But now we got the slate of the week. Um, so, yeah, let's just get right to it. A lot of great games happening today. Uh, not too many on the slate, to be honest, but uh, still some very good games on this slate. So do you have a game you see in mind? I guess we could talk about the game going on right now in the uh, Colonial, if you want to talk about that real quick. Yeah, William & Mary, UNC Wilmington currently in overtime. UNC Wilmington kind of sealed the deal. They're up seven in overtime. But uh, I might as well just get right to the first game at 5 o'clock. We have an 8-10 matchup as St. Louis travels uh, to St. Bonaventures. They played about three or four days ago, and St. Bonnie's won by a lot. On uh, the return game now, who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, should be a fantastic game. Very excited for this one. I, uh, I'm going to go with St. Louis, though, winning this game. Uh, I got a feeling, and uh, I know Bonnie's is at home, but I think St. Louis comes in, comes into the Riley Center and wins this game. I do think so as well. Oh, actually, I disagree. I think St. Bonnie's is getting a season sweep. Sorry. Yeah, we'll see about that. It should be a very good game. Next game up, though, let's go to the Big 12. Uh, sorry, let's go to the ACC at 7 o'clock. We got Virginia taking on Virginia Tech in a uh, in-town rivalry. Obviously, both these teams unperforming at the moment, but Virginia seems to be on a little bit of a uh, hot tear. Can Virginia Tech ruin that streak, or do you think Virginia – Continues to elevate and rise in this ACC. Yeah, got to go Virginia Tech at home. Yeah, I, I'm very torn. I do like both these teams a lot, and I think both these teams desperately need to win. I'm going to go Virginia, though. I think Virginia has definitely found a rhythm as of late. I'm going to go with them winning this game. Mm -hmm. And big game for the bubble as West Virginia takes on Kansas State in Manhattan, Kansas. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got to go with the home team here. I got to go Kansas State winning this game. Nigel Peckers looked very good these past couple games. I got to go Kansas State winning this game. Yeah, I got to go Kansas State as well. Big win for them over Iowa State. And for Iowa State, man, they're dead last in the Big 12. And guess what? They're still a tournament team. Yeah, it seems. And that's just crazy. The Big 12 is looking so fantastic this year. Very excited to see how that conference tournament pans out because it should be a really good one to watch. But uh, we'll go to 830 now in the SWAC conference. Two of the top-headed teams, Southern and Texas Southern, battling out today. Big A win for both sides would be desperate and huge uh, for both of these two teams. What do you have one in this pretty good game? I zoned out for a sec. What was the game? <laughs> Southern Texas Southern. Whack. I got Whack. sorry. Yeah, I got Texas Southern at home. I got Texas Southern at home as well. My boy Rising Gresham has been doing really good stuff for Texas Southern. Love to see it. So I got to go Texas Southern win this game. Yeah, and I'll go backwards back to a seven o'clock uh, game in the Horizon League as two of the top teams face each other. Cleveland State uh, in sole possession for first place, and uh, two spots below them is Purdue Fort Wayne in sole possession of third place. 
Who do you have in that one? Yeah, give me Cleveland State. I think this team's fantastic. And I think they'll probably, uh, from the looks of it right now, maybe win this Horizon League once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland State minus two is the play of the day for me. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Should be a good one. We'll go to 9 o'clock now. Oklahoma State taking on number six, Kansas. Allen Fieldhouse, Oklahoma had a two-point loss to this Kansas team uh, at home. Who do you think uh, wins this game? I got Kansas. I got Kansas as well. I think it will be a pretty good win for Kansas, and it should be a big one. Mm-hmm. And a very important game in the Pac-12 as two other teams in the bubble face off each, well, uh, against each other as Washington State travels to Eugene to take on Oregon. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I think Oregon wins this game, but I think Washington State keeps this game very close. Emergency play of the day. I will go with Washington State covering that spread. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Got to go Oregon as well. Coming off a very bad loss to Cal, I believe, that last time. Uh, but, yeah, Oregon in this one. Yeah, should be a really good game. We'll go to the A-10 now as Dayton travels to Rhode Island. Rhode Island, again, getting a little bit hot. They just took down Davidson this weekend. Uh, but another good contest coming up for them. Who do you have in this game? Got to go Dayton. They, they found their rhythm uh, in the A-10 play. Yeah, Dayton definitely has, and a win for Dayton would be really big for them, and I think they would climb into uh, – well, they're one game behind Davidson right now, so a win would probably put them tied, but I know Davidson also has a game coming up uh, this week as well. So we'll see what happens, but I'm going to go with Dayton as well. Mm-hmm. And the uh, last game of tonight will be Georgetown taking on Creighton. Obviously, they played three days ago, and Creighton uh, beat Georgetown by 14. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got to go Creighton once again. I think this team's fantastic. and. Uh, if they keep getting the wins that they need, they could have a chance to make it to March. At the moment, they're on the outside looking in, though. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to add a new segment to this podcast. Uh, since we are both legal on prize picks, the, the age limit for prize picks is 18. So we're both, we're both legal there. And uh, if you don't know what prize picks is, there's a lot of player props for, for all kinds of sports, you name it. And, uh, yeah, my prize picks prop is Ryan Hopkins over 11 and a half points. Uh, I was going to go Cockbrenner, <laughs> but uh, I love Cockbrenner a well, lot. You're gonna have to par- well, if prize picks, you have to parlay it. You might as well parlay both guys because they had they both dropped tw- at least 25 last game against Georgetown. They might do it again. <laughs> yeah, very excited for that game. Cockbrenner has been a beast. I love him. One of your favorite players, too, so shout out to him. Tried to get him on the podcast. We'll see what happens, obviously, this offseason. We'll see if we can get him again. We will go to the Tuesday slate now as we got a couple good games in here. Starting off at 6 o'clock. Kent State travels to Toledo, two top teams in the MAC. Uh, I believe Kent State Kent State beat Akron uh, the last time we talked about them, so they've been rolling, and they've won actually six in a row, I believe, in the MAC. So who do you have in this game? Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to beat Toledo at home in conference play. Yeah, I don't know about that either. The team that could do it probably is Akron, it seems. Or excuse me, Kent State, it seems. I got to go Toledo to win this game. Mm-hmm. And number 19, Michigan State travels to Penn State. Who do you have in that one? Good game. Uh, I think Michigan State wins this one, though. Penn State has not looked very good at all this year. No, not at all. Michigan State. Going to the ACC now. Big game for both of these two teams. Wake Forest traveling to Duke. Uh, should be a fantastic game. If Wake Forest could pull off a massive upset, uh, how does that look for them? And if for Duke, obviously, a win here probably puts them in first place in the ACC. What do you got winning this one? Yeah, I think Wake Forest is firmly in the tournament, but I think if they beat Duke, they, they secure their place in the tournament. Uh, that being said, I think Duke's a lot better, and they're at home. I got to go with Duke. Definitely agree with you, but it's obviously the what-if scenario in this one. I'm going to go with Duke as well at home. 
in your favorite program, number 20, Texas, travels to Norman to take on Oklahoma. Who do you have in that one? Tough game. Obviously, Texas had a bad loss this weekend against Baylor, but Baylor's a really good team. So I'm going to go with Texas winning this game on the road. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, I think this is their game. They finally get over the hump. They've been so close so many times. They're still in the tournament picture just because they're they've, they want to have four Big 12 wins next to their name. And, yeah, top to bottom, man. You can make, make a case for every team in the Big 12 to make the tournament. I think Oklahoma finally gets a signature win and gets over the hump. Indeed, indeed. Should be a good game there uh, tomorrow. We'll go to 7 o'clock now in the American. Memphis taking on Cincinnati. Two teams still fighting in the middle of the pack, but obviously Memphis has made a lot of good strides uh, as of recently. Be one in this game. Yeah, got to go Cincy at home. I'm going to go with Memphis riding that hot wave, and we'll see what they can do until it's over. Mm-hmm. And your score to Clemson Tigers, they'll be facing Florida State. Uh, who do you have in that one? Yeah, Clemson beat Florida State at home. Now on the road, I don't know about this one. Uh, it seems like Clemson's season needs to be won by an ACC tournament in order to make it to March. Uh, I'm going to go with – I mean, I'm going to pick Clemson winning this game, but, I mean, I don't really know. That should be a back-and-forth one. I know. Uh, both teams are definitely on a skid. Both teams are in the middle of a losing streak. Uh, got to go. I'm going to go Clemson because Florida State got killed by UNC the last time around. So, yeah, I'm going to go Clemson. Indeed, indeed. And uh, Clemson kept that game pretty close with UNC. We'll see what happens with that one. We'll go to the MAAC now, two of the top teams. Iona traveling to St. Peter's. Obviously, both these teams, one and two. Iona has a couple games on St. Peter's. Who do you want in this game? Got to go Iona here. And, uh, they lost two straight before beating Monmouth yesterday. But, yeah, I think they're back. Yeah, I think with the win, Iona wraps up the MAAC regular season, I think. And uh, I think they get it done. So, I'm going to go Iona winning the MAAC for the regular season. Mm-hmm. And continuing with these bubble games, this time in the SEC, Florida uh, travels to College Station to take on Texas A&M. Both teams are in the bubble. Uh, who do you have getting a much-needed win? Yeah, A&M needs to win more than Florida, I think. I think they got it done at home. But if Colin Cowson plays, it should be a very tough contest. I'm going to go A&M, though. Yeah, I'm going to go A&M. It seems like they haven't won in a while. I think they get it done at home. Definitely. And the game of the day, probably, and the game of the week, arguably, at 8 o'clock on Tuesday. Number 10, Villanova, travels to number 8, Providence. Both these teams, top of the bunch in the Big East. Two top 10 teams battling it out. Can't get any better than that for the Big East. Should be a fantastic game. It's at the dunk. And uh, are you going to this game? Because if, if you had to pick a game, I would go to this one. But uh, we'll see what happens. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I am. I'm definitely looking for the cheapest price available. Even the, the balcony seats are are uh, 100 bucks for this game. So, you know, Ed Cooley got something special of promise inflating all the prices now. They used to be like – I've never seen a sold-out game. I think this was the first sold-out game uh, last last time for, in a while. Uh, so, this one's definitely going to be sold out. If the, if, if, they're, if the Paul game is sold out, then this one, that might be oversold, to be honest with you. Uh, but I'm looking for tickets. Hopefully, I get a good price for some. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go Providence. Yeah, very bold, very bold. Obviously, both these teams have been hot as of late. I don't know. This is Providence's first really big test, I think. And uh, I don't know if they'll succeed. I know they're home, but um, something tells me Villanova's winning this game. So I'm going to go with the hunch and pick Villanova. I'm very excited to watch this game, though. Finally, no exams for me. So I'm definitely tuning in this one tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And I got a question. Do you think Providence is a fraud team or do you think they're legit? Because there's a lot of people saying they're frauds. You know, they're getting lucky with these very close wins. Uh, but what, are your, what is your opinion on Providence as a team this year? 
Yeah, man. Uh, looking at the uh, Ken Palm rankings, Providence is actually first in the nation in luck. Uh, I know I don't know how they do this stat, but uh, I was looking at it, and they're first in luck percentage. But that being said, I don't think they're necessarily fraudulent, but I think they could definitely see an upset in the second round of this tournament, I think. Uh, probably right now, I think Providence is probably in the three-seed line, it seems. We'll, do, we'll do bracketology on Wednesday, but uh, Providence is a pretty high seed right now, and I would not be surprised if they got bounced in the second round of this tournament or even the third round, Sweet 16. But uh, with that being said, I think they're sort of fraudulent, sort of not. Uh, this game will definitely have a big factor in that as well. So I'll let you know on Wednesday what I think. Yeah, uh, I think this is a case of a, a very high-floor team and a very low-ceiling team. I think I said that in the preseason, too, because they're starting five seniors uh, who have been in the program forever, it seems like. And it's the same starting five since of last year as well, uh, with the exception of David Duke. But, yeah, I think I think they're going to win a game in the tournament. I, I, don't, I don't know if they're, they're going to reach a Sweet 16. Uh, but there's definitely teams – I can name at least 15, 20 teams with a lot higher ceiling than Providence in the tournament, I think. Yeah, very fair. I think I could as well. But obviously, it also helps uh, knowing what teams you're going to have to face down the road. And uh, you never know. I mean, you could get, definitely get a good luck in the Selection Sunday uh, bracket as well. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, a lot of factors going into this one. But uh, that's a big game tomorrow night for them. We'll see what happens. But we'll go to 8.30 now on Tuesday. Big 10 game. Minnesota travels to number 18, Ohio State. Should be an interesting one. Minnesota has not looked too good as of recently. 3-10 in Big 10 play now after that very hard start. They're one of the last undefeated teams this year, and look what they are now. Unfortunately, 12 and 10. But hey, obviously, you're one of the Ben Jacobson rebuild. We got one in this game, though. Yeah, Ohio State by, by double digits, at least. Yeah, Ohio State's been looking really good as of recently. I got to go with them as well, one in this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, another potential game of the week number four, Kentucky Trails to Knoxville to take on number 16, Tennessee at nine o'clock. Who do you have in that one? Yeah, man, it should be a good game. If you do remember last time, Kentucky won this game by a pretty big margin, if you do remember. I'm going to go Kentucky winning this game again. I don't see the guy to guard Oscar Sheboy down low for Tennessee. I just really can't see it. Yeah, I disagree. I think they, they could guard Oscar Sheboy. I, I still think he's going to go for a double-double, obviously, but I feel like they're going to contain him enough uh, that they're going to win. And I got to go Tennessee. Maybe a bit biased, but, you know, I love Tennessee. And I think at home, they're a tough team to beat. Yeah, at home advantage definitely helps for them. We'll see what happens. Should be a very good game tomorrow night. We'll go to 9 o'clock again. Number 15, Wisconsin travels to Indiana. Uh, don't know what Indiana is looking like with all the suspensions. If everyone's back, could be an interesting game. What do you want in this one? Yeah, everyone was back. Uh, the last game against Michigan State, and they still got smoked. I think Wisconsin wins this one. And Indiana, their tournament hopes seem like they're in trouble now. Definitely agree. And uh, a big win for them would, it would be tomorrow for Indiana. I just don't really see that happening. Got to go Wisconsin. And uh, I know they're coming off a loss, but, hey, they definitely bounce back with this one. Mm-hmm. And number 22, Wyoming, their first game as a ranked team in seven years. They'll be taking on New Mexico in the pit, where you do not want to play in the pit uh, as, a rank, as a first game ranked team. Who do you have in this one? The pit's always a scary place, it seems. But with New Mexico this year, I don't know if it's that scary. I got to go Wyoming winning this game. Pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You won the Patino rebuild in New Mexico. The pit is always scary. But Wyoming, they got something special brewing in year two of the Jeff Linder era. Got to go Wyoming here. Indeed, indeed. We'll go to 9 o'clock once again. SEC play, number 23, newly ranked Arkansas. Travels to Missouri to take on Missouri Tigers. Interesting game for Arkansas, as you've seen with Missouri. 
Uh, taking down some pretty interesting teams thus far at home. Do you think that could happen once again, or do you think Arkansas stays the course and continues to get very, very hot? I like Arkansas on this one. Yeah, I got to go Arkansas, but I think it could get a little bit scary for them down the road of this game. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to Big 12, a very important game for both these two programs. Iowa State, last week, they were a five seed. This week, they're not one of the last teams in the tournament. And for TCU, they've been remaining in the middle of the pack, somewhere between a seven and nine seed. So they've been very good this season. Uh, who do you have getting a much-needed win, though? Yeah, I'm going to go TCU since they're the home team. I like TCU a little bit more. Iowa State, man, they've just been on that skid, like you said. They need to get a win desperately. If not, this team could definitely go from five seed to bubble, just like that, snap it of a finger. I got to go TCU, though, at home. Yeah, and they already have gone from five seed to bubble. Uh, they're 3-9 and nine in pack, Big 12 play, and the fact they're still in the tournament picture is, is wild. But, yeah, TCU's been very consistent uh, throughout the whole season, and I really like them this year. I'll go with them. Indeed, them. indeed. And last game of the slate for Tuesday, Utah State traveling to San Diego State, two perennial powerhouses this, in this conference for the past couple of years or so. This year, I don't know if that's the case, uh, as obviously Utah State, six and seven in Mountain West play. San Diego State has only played 10 games, but they are seven and three in Mountain West play. But still, a lot of games left to be played in this Mountain West conference. Who do you win that game? Yeah, first and foremost, uh, you disrespected Nevada last episode when I said they're still dangerous. And uh, what did they do? They went into Logan, Utah, and killed Utah State. Uh, I got to go San Diego State in this one. I got to go San Diego State as well. And Utah, I mean, sure, they're 4-8 in Mountain West play this year. But, I mean, they've had a perennial powerhouse in the Mountain West uh, conference the past couple of years or so. I'll give you that. But uh, this year, I still don't think that they are legit. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that is it. We'll be back on Wednesday as, as scheduled. The route. scheduling uh, should be the same Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know if changes happen. Indeed, indeed. And I'll get back on the polls. I know I've been slacking due to exams. I'm sorry, but uh, I'll get, I'll let you get back on that uh, probably tomorrow because I do have an exam tonight and uh, polls is kind of, I don't know if it's worth it at this point anymore to do them for tonight because there's not that many good games tonight, to be honest. So uh, we'll see what happens. And obviously I'll get those out uh, come tomorrow. But uh, yeah, obviously 28 days left till March Madness begins. Very excited for that. A couple of very good games happening tomorrow. Tomorrow is definitely a good day to watch on a Tuesday. And hopefully you're not doing anything too special. But, uh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Uh, for those of you that have, obviously, a significant other. I know a couple of those college basketball guys got some uh, very interesting stuff going on. But, uh, hey, it's, it is what it is. So, shout out to you guys. But, uh, yeah, that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.